Welcome to the On Our Way Home podcast for our Cornerstone family and friends. The goal of On Our Way Home is to encourage you to keep taking steps with Jesus, with Cornerstone, and with a few close friends. And the reason we do that is so that we'll keep on Jesus' path, which is a path of truth, which leads to life with the Father. I'm Ryan. Uh, I'll be your host today. And I'm joined by Pastor Joel. Hello, everybody. Joel's our uh, senior pastor, and we're glad to be with you today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about sweet lies. Mm -hmm. What a name. Yeah, sweet lies. It's like uh, combining uh, something good and something not so good. Right. Like the atomic fireball. Yeah, there is a little bit of good and bad. (laughs) Yes, there's a little bit of sweet, and then there's a whole lot of burn uh, afterwards. Um, But this is a really good chapter. I think this was a a really challenging, it was really good because it sort of lays out uh, the fact that we do have uh, someone who is truth, God, and then we have someone who is our enemy who is really good at telling us lies. Yeah. Um, it's hard to trust, you know, people, things these days, you know, and so that we, we covered that in the last session about trusting God. Um, devil doesn't like to make it easy on us. Right. Uh, that's for sure. Right. And so if he can get us uh, one degree off of straight. Yes. Uh, we'll end up a lot, if we're just one degree off for the rest of our life, we're going to be way off. Right. We, so yeah, and that's you know that's talking to the the author's talking to the church, you know right. he's kind of standing before the church, but it, it's both to the individual and to the church of you, you get just a little bit drifting, and and you're losing some of that the the gusto, the power, the flame of that fireball. Right. Yep. Um, we tend to uh, trust ourselves mm-hmm. without even thinking about it, mm. but maybe. What I'm trusting myself for isn't really the truth, you know, and this is the, one of the statements in the chapter is, if God really loves me, he'll just let me have what I want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like the kid who's grabbing for the atomic fireball on the lower shelf, not realizing that there's really good bit of honey, honey uh, you know, candy. Some Wait, jelly beans on the top. Jelly beans on the top. Something really good on the top shelf, but no, I want that atomic fireball. Why is it, do you think, that we trust ourselves we give ourselves a pass, right? Almost. Right. Yeah. I think the, a lot of times, well, I've learned all this. I think the further along we get in life, the more lessons we think we've learned to become the expert on all things. And we start trusting in ourselves that way. But the Bible is clear over and over, especially the book of Proverbs about, uh, you know, our heart is uh, not good. It's not, it's actually wicked. It leads us astray. We can't trust ourselves. Right. The heart is deceitful above all things. Yes. So it's deceitful. It's, um, it's going to, it can take us in a wrong direction. I think that the problem with trusting ourselves also might be that um, there's some pride in there. Yeah. Always. Very subtle. I mean, so I'm never going to, my pride is a lot less bad than your pride. Yeah. Because well, yours is really bad. We keep our own in check, yes, we think. It's, it's the other guys that's got all messed up. But mm-hmm. so then that's a that's a very subtle, it causes me to trust myself, and maybe I'm believing a lie. Yep. And, and, you know, it's like this, it, the lie snuck in. 
yeah. in the middle of the night. I didn't realize it, and I'm believing a lie, and I'm trusting it because I think it's coming from me. Mm-hmm. But it may be coming from our enemy. So God, but God is holy. Mm-hmm. He's perfect. And uh, all the other idols of the nations are liars. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, they offer things that they... Uh, they they want they offer things that uh, they never deliver on. Right, yeah. There's there's always um, it seems there's pieces, elements, small shards of truth mixed in with the big lie, just to whet our appetite to to draw us in, um, and and usually it's enough. Right. Yeah. And that's so. And our enemy, he's deceitful. Mm-hmm. So deceit is. Um, Oh, I had a definition written down here from the... I, I actually went to the dictionary oh. <laughs> to find out. Oh, so what is the definition of a lie? Uh, a lie is a statement of what is known to be false with the intent to deceive. Mm. What's known to be false, but the intent is to get you to buy it. Yeah. Which is deceitful. Yeah. So you're buying the false and letting go of the truth. But God... So that's... I mean, that's... Yep. That's really nasty. It's a trap. It is a trap. And yeah, you, you kind of, if you're looking from the outside perspective, you're almost like wanting to yell, don't, don't, don't go there, it's a trap. Right. It's like you're watching the movie and you're seeing the guy, it's like, oh, look, there's this great big gold bar sitting on this little mat out uh-huh. in the middle of the woods. It's like, don't grab the, don't grab the gold bar. You know, it's a Burmese tiger trap or something. Right. You're going to fall in the pit. Yeah, you're going to fall in the pit. So, mm-hmm. but you don't know that. Well, you should know that. Yeah. And, and you know, trying to uh, see what are those traps? What are those things that get us uh, so easily, you know, um, that, that people pleasing, the, the control, comfort, safety. Again, you right. know, that I, I want to be safe. And sometimes even that can be a trap. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of things that can trip us up for sure. Um, mm-hmm. He points out... Um, in the book, Todd does that every problem we face is directly tied to our questioning of the goodness of God, which is one of the enemy's lies mm-hmm. that you cannot really trust God, right? Um, and that trusting God is a mistake. He he did that at the very beginning, right, with Adam and Eve, and we can sort of from the outsider perspective look at Adam and oh, see you guy you. Bad Adam and Eve, you got tricked. Right. I wouldn't get tricked like that. Right. He's, Satan's been using this trick from the very beginning. And Adam and Eve, if we're honest, if we really look, they're the best chance for humanity. Um, right. And so we they gotta were, be. Yeah, they were straight out of the box. You know, they were. Yes. Still shiny. Right. So you got he. Yeah, he loves you, but he didn't want. He doesn't love you enough to give you this good, good fruit. Right. And so they, the the matter of trusting God. Mm-hmm. When God says that tree is not for you, well, do you trust that that's true? Right. And Satan kind of nailed them on their pride. It's like God said this, but I mean, you guys can kind of identify. You know what's good for you, don't you? Hmm. Better than I mean, who knows better what's good for you than you? Than you? Actually, God. Yes. God knows what's better for me. Yep. Than me, so. It's and by the way, there's a lot of things that can that can snag us. I mean, when you look at the world, yep. If you think the world came from the hand of God, which we do, mm-hmm. but it's a messy world. 
it's a sinful world. So, you know, can you trust God with this world? Hmm. Yes, we can. Yep. Um, sin has had a catastrophic effect on this world, yep. which God is remedying, fixing for all eternity through Jesus' death and resurrection. Yep. But this world is a mess right now. You got you to trust the rescuer. Right, he can he can rescue, he can save. Right, uh, he's the only one. We can't save ourselves, though we want we keep on trying. Right. Second, another lie that uh, the enemy tells us is that God's word is not true. So this kind of ties in with the first one. Hmm. And then the third lie is that disobeying God isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, that one I think really gets a lot. It gets me a lot. It gets a lot of people. Uh, just kind of just minimize it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that this doesn't please God. Um, yeah, it's just, it might be slightly outside, drawing slightly outside the lines or something. But you know, is it, and then that leads to a comparison game. But it's not as bad as Ryan. Yeah. You know, that Ryan guy, is really bad guy. He's way outside the lines. I mean, for crying out loud, he's an Iowa fan. Oh. I mean, that's. <laughs> How much worse can you get than that? Doesn't he know? Doesn't hasn't he ever seen a big letter M? Doesn't yeah. he know that that's the best letter? <laughs> Not an I, an M. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's and it's very easy. Um, yeah, it's very easy to think that this isn't as big a deal as it really is. Right. And you you can miss. This uh, one of the great quotes, page thirty in the book. God is not looking to rip you off; He's looking to set you free. Right. This is coming out of the loving heart of God. God wasn't trying to rip Adam and Eve off either. That was the lie that Satan was trying to tell. He's got huge, awesome, amazing plans, and they come out of a loving heart who, that wants the best for us. God wants the best for His church. Right. So we need to follow His direction. You know, and it's not about fame. You know, it's not about being a famous church. Right. It's not having the best podcast out of all the churches. Right. I mean, who cares about... I mean, come on. Yeah. But we want to be famous. I mean, if we're... I, I want people to know my name. If I'm being honest about my pride. Right. Um, you know, I want to be as famous as Michael Jordan. I want to be on the Wheaties box. Uh, <laughs> if, if we're being honest. And... Um, mm-hmm. But... The call is so much, is so radically different than that. Is the call for us is to make God's name famous, right? Make famous the name of Jesus, right? Great people, people who are um, tracking with God, are willing to take the back seat mm-hmm. and let Jesus take the front seat. Yep. And it's not about us. It's really about Jesus Christ. Getting to know Him. It's dying to yourself. Mm-hmm. So that you can really find your life yeah. in Christ. That's that's the truth. Jesus said, "If you if you lose your life for me, you will find it. Mm-hmm. But if you try and keep your life, you will lose it." Right. That doesn't really sound right. And it's like, no. The way I keep my life is that I'm going to keep it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to protect me. I'm going to serve me first. I'm going to take care of me. Yep. But that's a lot. That's you know that's a selfish, prideful way to live your life, mm-hmm. and that leads to death. Yep. You know, sacrificing your life for others is really the way. And following Jesus, submitting your life to Christ is the way to truly find life. Yep. He's not looking to rip us off. No, he's got uh, abundant life 
the word says uh, for us. That's his desire, not uh, not to to give us a life of difficulty and and um, you know just take things away from us. Um, the the life that you get in Christ is abundant. It's full. It's rich. It's freedom. It's it's actual real freedom. Um, it's the real satisfaction. You know, this, the song, I can't get no satisfaction. Right. That's because you're looking in the wrong place, Jesus is saying to us. Right. Yeah. If your focus is on you, mm-hmm. you know, you can, if you're trying to feed yourself first, it's, you're not going to find the satisfaction of coming and seeing who Jesus is, yep. following him and giving your life, not coming to serve yourself, but coming to serve others. Yeah. Um, so Jesus's death, life, and resurrection is really so that kind of. We might doubt God, you know. We all face our doubts, mm-hmm. but when you look to the person of Jesus Christ and the way He lived His life, there has to be something true about that because Jesus laid His life down for us. Yep. So he wasn't trying to keep his life. He was our model of what it looks like to live your life for other people. Yep. For the will of the Father. Yeah, and you've got to take that. Um, I think it's C.S. Lewis who said, you, you look at that uh, and you either believe that Jesus is a liar, a, right. lu- a lunatic, a crazy person for the claims he's making, or you, you have the faith and you believe that he is Lord. Right. So... That, that's the liar, lunatic, or Lord. Right. So who are we going to follow? Mm-hmm. Are we going to follow Jesus? Mm. Are we going to trust Jesus? Because this call to do church like this, right? it's not going to be easy. No, because it's so countercultural. Um, it, it's, it's not in the way that seems to make sense. Trust yourself. Uh, take care of yourself. Uh, there's a lot of self uh, right. things going on there. there yes, the, the, yeah, if it's all about I, me, my, right. I got to change my pronouns. Yeah, and those that, those are the, the sweet lies that this chapter is talking about. Right, and so the church, the true church is going to be running counterculture to a lot of the, you know, I don't want to come out negative here on the big church. You got to be careful when you're talking about mm-hmm. the big C church. The big C church is the bride of Christ, but this isn't about prosperity. no. This is not a prosperity gospel. This is Jesus's gospel. Right. So I may not have the American dream happening to me. That doesn't mean that God is an untrustworthy, bad, ripping me off kind of God. Right. Well, yeah, it's because because it's not about us. It's all about Jesus. Right. And and when it truly is... um, Watch out, look out, uh, come and see. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. The church is, yeah, the church is all about who Jesus is, and we're far from perfect, mm-hmm. but Jesus is able to work through broken, mm-hmm. redeemed people who are believed, believing Him and following Him to transform all of our lives together. Yep. So again, I mean, we're, we, this is not a solo effort. Right. This is not a solo, and we can't achieve this on our own. Yep, God never had any intention that we would. The, the church is not a, a person, an individual person. It's a group of believers uh, on mission together with the same purpose and the same power, which is God behind all of it. Right. And I think it's good to remember, too, 
um, it's like a, a wake-up call when we're living life together in a group. Yep. You might be ap- actually able to see a lie that I'm believing. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, Ryan, I think that you're... Are you really? I think this is a warning area. What do you think about this? And so it's like when we're living life together, we can help one another. You know, I think yeah. we can see others act more accurately than we can see ourselves. Right. So we can actually, if there are a lot of sweet little lies out there. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't. I I this just popped in my head. Um, you know, I I have a an amazing, lovely, beautiful, um, talented. Wise, I should keep going. Uh, yeah. Wife. You're talking about Dela? Yeah, Dela, <laughs> my wife. I guess I was thinking that that's where you're going. And she knows me. In fact, a lot of times she I, does have a better picture of me than I have, uh, a more realistic picture of me than I have of myself. Right. So she doesn't put you on the Wheaties box. Right. No. But, <laughs> but truly, we're better because there's not just one of us, because there's two of us. Right. Uh, and that's a God created thing. And that's the picture of the church. That's why we're the bride of Christ, right? Right. And I think that we need to, if we can get back to that picture, we're better together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of a slogan. Yep. But it's actually true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, I mean, I don't just want to have a bunch of slogans that don't relate to life. Yep. But our, we are better together. We do need each other. Yeah. We do need to be tracking with one another and with Jesus. And we need to be listening to Jesus as the truth. Yep. And we need to be telling each other the truth right? from the scriptures. So, I mean, it, this isn't just, you know, this isn't self-help. No. no this is group, group help. Uh. Group help, and it is biblical group help. Yep. So we really do want Jesus to be leading us as a church, right? as individuals coming together to form his beautiful bride church, because we want to see people's lives transformed by the gospel. Yep. When we stop... Stop believing those sweet lies. We come and see what Jesus has intended for us. Um, big things. He wants to do what, again, the Bible says, abundantly above all we could ask or think. That's what God's plan is in us, in the church, um, corporately, together. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Right. So um, this has been hopefully a great time for you to think about lies. Maybe there's some lies that you have had unchecked. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to your friends as you're uh, listening to these podcasts, you know, and uh, be able to interact together. Hopefully this will surface some good things that you can kind of, we can all work on. Yep. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you uh, at our next podcast. And uh, really thank you for taking the time to listen in today. And we just wish that you have a blessed day. Yeah, thanks for being a part. Yep, and we'll catch you next time on On Our Way Home.